Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I just hit the record button and did not even look back to when I'm actually, or what episode this is. But at any rate, uh, I want to jump into this episode uh, with you guys. Uh, I think it's, I really feel like it's going to be a great episode. Again, I, this could be 10 minutes long. It could be 20 minutes long. Not quite sure. But let me start off with the scripture verse. And as you could tell by the title, this is going to be a good one. All right. Anyway, here we go. I'm going to read the Christian Standard Bible first. Be alert. Stand firm in faith in the faith, be courageous, act like a man, and be strong. All right, let me read the, hang on, let me read the New American Standard Version. Here we go, this is 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. Be, be on the alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Now I want to jump right here. Let me actually see what the Living Bible says as well. Here we go. Keep your eyes open for spiritual danger. Stand true to the Lord. Act like men. Be strong. I like that. Keep your eyes open for spiritual danger. And stand true to the Lord. And be strong. Now let me read the Amplified Classic Edition. And then we'll roll here. All right, here we go. Be alert and on your guard. Stand firm in your faith. Your convictions respecting man's relationship to God and divine things. Keeping the trust and holy fervent born of faith and a part and a part of it. Let me read that one more time. Your conviction respecting men's or man's relationship to God and divine things, keeping the trust and holy fervor born of faith and part of it. Act like men and be courageous and grow in strength. Okay. Let me uh, pull away and we'll start to drive here. Well, Kingdom Success uh, listeners, obviously, uh, that's um, 1 Corinthians 16. I think it's I, I think it was 15. I'm not, not not even quite sure. But I do want to talk to the dudes today. So, if you're a lady and you listen, which I know there are there are a couple of you guys out there, and I do appreciate you guys always gracing us with your presence because uh, you guys are. Uh, way better looking <laughs> than us dudes, um, in my opinion. 
Uh, but again, uh, I can't see your faces, but I know you're out there. But I, again, I appreciate you guys um, tuning in. It's an honor to have you. But today, uh, because I'm, I'm a guy, I'm actually going to talk to some to the men, and especially to dads, because currently, right now, um, and for the rest of my life, I will be a dad. And I want to say this: that even if you don't have any children right now. Even if you don't have any children, you might be 22, you might be 25 years old, you might be, you know, uh, 56 years old and not have any children. Because uh, I know there are some of you guys out there, you still have influence over young people. Whether you like it or not, whether you knew it or not, you actually have influence over children. And I read a quote today that um, I thought was really good, and I'm probably not going to get it uh, right, but it's by Frederick Douglass, so you can go look this up. It says, it's easier to, to train up strong children than to repair broken men. It's easier to train up strong children than repair broken men. So, I was talking to a gentleman today. Uh, I, for the last, call it six months, I have been attending a Bible study. Yep, yours truly, Tyler McCart, attending a Bible study. And it's a men's Bible study that happens actually at my, you know, at private Christian school that I, that my kids attend to. And it's really, uh, and again, outside of me going to church, outside of me maybe fellowshipping with, you know, uh, other believers, you know, on sporadic occasion or meeting with someone one-on-one um, that would happen intermittently. Um, I've really, I mean, I'm, again, I'm just telling you personally, I've really never been a part of a number one, Bible study, where that I meet with somebody. I mean, it's been a long time. Let me just, I, let me go, go back to and say it that way. It's been a really long time, probably since I've been in uh, college. You know, I wouldn't, class, I would have sometimes, you know, after I get done with, say, a business meeting with some of my business leaders, uh, we would maybe go to Denny's or IHOP or Waffle House, and we would get together as a bunch of dudes after our business meeting and we would, you know, kind of pile around with each other and, you know, uh, usually somebody would have something to talk about and so forth. Well, I, for several years now, I've not been a part of any, any kind of anything like that and anything specifically around the word like a Bible study, like just specifically a Bible study. And here I am, the last six months for the first time, actually part of this men's Bible study at my school, and or at my kid's school. Man, it has been fantastic. It has been fantastic. Why, why, why have I decided to join this Bible study? Why have I decided to be a part of this? You know, I really, I, honestly, I mean, May, I, don't, I, I really don't, I, I can't really put my finger on it. Probably 
if I had to, you know, if you really kind of pegged me down, number one, I respected um, our head of school, uh, Dr. James Taylor, uh, to the utmost. I believe he's a really awesome man of God and in tune with the Holy Spirit and really can articulate and lead things really well. So number one, that was probably one of the bigger attractions. Number two was uh, a lot of these guys that are at this Bible study, I'm doing life with them already, uh, whether it be in sports or whether I see them in uh, my kids' classrooms uh, as they're growing up. You know, I'm already doing life with them. And so it made it a really easy way thing. And the, and the other thing that made it easy, which was it happens once a week and it's early in the morning and the school that my kids attend to is really uh, maybe seven minutes away. So there you go. There are some reasons why I decided to join this. And now uh, I, I look forward to, it is probably, um, you know, one of the things in my, you know, as, as a gentleman, as I was talking to that gentleman today at this Bible study, I, you know, he said it and I, I totally agree with him that he actually, you know, was trying to explain to his wife the other day that how that he, this is something that he is actually just really locked into that he looks forward to this meeting with these men on a weekly basis. And for me, I, I'm right there with him. I really do I enjoy the camaraderie. I enjoy the iron sharpening iron. I enjoy the rolling up my sleeves and getting to the word and you know, talking about the things of God with another, uh, another group of men, um, especially godly men. I really have enjoyed this. And it stretched me. It's made me you know, sharpened. It's made me dig in even deeper into the Word. And then, that, that whole story right there, then I actually got involved. I actually was sitting down with my kids, um, you know, pastor, kid pastor of our church we attend to at Free Chapel, and I was having lunch with him. I guess it was sometime in December. It might have been a little bit earlier than that. I think it was December. And he walked in with me, and we were reading the Chipotle. And um, next thing I know, he, he actually slid a book across to me. And he said, hey, man, I'd really like to invite you uh, to be in a part of this uh, kind of small group that I'm going to start. We'll meet you know, uh, at least once a month on a Monday and we'll have lunch and we'll do this uh, Bible study and it might be about an hour and a half. Hang on, let me get a quick swig of this excess. Hang on. And the title of the book that he slid across that we're actually utilizing right now is called um, Intentional Father. Intentional Fathers. And I... <clears throat> And again, I'm just telling you my story right here with this whole thing. So I've got two boys and I've got two girls. And this book is kind of geared towards how a father raises his sons. Now I've read, I've read probably 
about four, definitely four, maybe five, four definite books ranging from Modern Day Nights to um, Play the Man uh, by Mark Batterson. I mean, I've read these books right here, uh, even... I, I, even a more another recent book I read from um, I can't uh, Wild at Heart guy uh, John Eldridge I read his book and man I have been just motivated by these books to be more intentional and then this book right here that uh, Pastor Joey introduced to me the one thing I found fascinating with this book was it had actually research in it where the surveys were done uh, in regards to uh, Christian uh, fathers and just actually and also just fathers that weren't Christians that were out there and how that they were raising their children and I'm I've already I, I believe I got the audiobook as well and I've probably already listen to about 80 80% of the audiobook because it's just a great book. Um, and a lot of stuff is overlapping. I'll admit that that I found with this book um, that I've read in other books. But one of the things that I think it, it definitely does is I, I feel like that the title of the book is really the thing that really has grabbed me more than anything. And that's being an intentional father. And in one of the chapters, he talks about that there are five types of dads. And this really kind of convicted me, and this really uh, kind of brought to life and kind of you know, helped me kind of pinpoint where I'm at in my fatherhood with my children and specifically my boys. Because... I, this is just something I believe that if you want strong families and you want godly families, you've got to have you've got to raise godly boys into godly men to have strong families. I, I really believe that. that's one of the key elements. I mean, and I, I just believe that that's how God intended things to be. So there's five types of fathers, five kind of fathers he talks about in this book or in this in this chapter right here. And I'm just going to read off of these right here, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. So one of them is the irresponsible dad. Now, this is the dad that, I mean, he he's, he's checked out. I mean, he's not even around. He's intentionally, he's on the other side of the spectrum where the, he is intentionally nowhere to be found. He's not around. He doesn't know his kids' names, probably. If he does know his kids' names, he doesn't care. I mean, this guy is really, in my opinion, a loser, right? So the, the irresponsible dad. The next dad is the ignorant dad. This dad, this guy right here, he just doesn't know. You know, he's, he's, he's a dad. He's, he's actually present. But he just doesn't know what to do. He doesn't have the tools. He doesn't even know about the tools. He just, he, he's just really, an ign he just is ignorant. Okay? 
I, I know I might have kind of found myself a little bit in there because here's the thing, guys. Nobody, I mean, again, my dad and my grandparents, uh, both my grandfathers, they never taught, they never sat me down and said, hey, let me teach you how to be a dad. <laughs> they never sat there and said, hey, hey, Tyler, let me, let me kind of give you some, some bullet points or some, some things to think about. I mean, I just had their example, which I'm very grateful for, right? Well, the number three dad is the inconsistent dad. Now, this guy right here, I definitely could identify with, okay? I could definitely identify with this guy. This guy right here, he does have involvement. He's there, but he's torn. He's torn by the cares of this world where that he's got a job, he's got a profession, and he wants to be, say, at his son's uh, baseball game, or he wants to take his daughter out on a, uh, on a date. <clears throat> and, but, but, he, he doesn't, he's torn by work. I mean, I was talking to a dad the other day and, you know, again, this is no in, indictment. It's just the, just sometimes what happens, but, you know, I believe this guy is a great dad, but, you know, he, he had a work related thing that maybe had already gotten scheduled. I don't know, but there was a daddy daughter dance and he was unable to attend, even though the daddy daughter dance is late in the evening, seven o'clock, somehow or another, he had a business related meeting that he had to attend to. Now, Again, I'm not throwing that guy on the bus because I can identify with that guy. That probably several years ago could have been me because I had a little bit of that mindset. I had a, actually a lot of that mindset in me. So I would have been a very in, inconsistent dad. I would have been, you know, hot in one moment as far as being, you know, there for my kids and, you know, trying to be intentional. And then the next moment, I probably wouldn't. Now, number four, dad, and I can identify with this guy here. Number four, dad, is the involved dad. Now, this guy right here, this is, this is definitely, I really identify with this guy. This dad right here is the dad that he does show up to things. He stands on the, uh, on the chain link fence. Uh, at his son or daughter's practices. He might even show up to some of their uh, kids' school functions in the middle of the day. This dad, he, he, he's, got, he's got great intentions. You know, he, he, he might even go as far as making sure they go to church. Yeah. He, he make, he, he, he even puts, uh, yeah, I'll say, yeah, that, yeah, this dad definitely, cause this is what the book said. This dad even goes as far as making sure that, you know, on his, uh, children's devices, there's, there's a porn filter on there. This guy's got, he's involved, which this guy is a noble dad. This is, 
This is definitely a, a, a really good dad. This guy, he might even coach their, his children's uh, little league games. His dad, you know, probably gives advice, you know, to instill good moral values into, his, into their children. Yet, and this is again where that there's another level with this. That there is, he still doesn't understand or he doesn't take the time to understand some of the specific things about his children. He's involved, but he doesn't understand the specific things and understand why he needs to uh, teach things behind it. Or he doesn't understand why he needs to actually uh, instruct his children. You know, you, I, you've always, you might have heard me say this, but I remember a gentleman always teaching me this and always saying, never, never tell somebody something to do until you tell them why they're doing it. This guy is just doing things, but he doesn't understand why he's doing it. All right? But he's involved, which is great, noble. That's good. That's not great. We want to go to great. Here at Kingdom of Success, we want to have great fathers. We want to have great dads. Now, you, again, you might say before I get into the fifth one, which is obviously the intentional dad, let me say this. You might be sitting there going, well, again, Todd, I don't have kids, right? You know, uh, I, I'm not even, even thinking about kids right now uh, in my life. Well, you still got kids around you. And you have windows of opportunity, windows of moments that you can actually be intentional about things. You can be a mentor to a young person. So this fifth person, this intentional dad, he has decided in his heart, the intentional father, he, and, he, and, he has made it his mission to study, to understand, to have a plan, specific plan for each one of his children. And that right there is pretty, pretty big because it takes some time to do that. It takes some intentionality to do that. You can't just kind of throw mud up against the wall and see what sticks. But your child, each one of your children, have a unique bent to them, and it is your job as a dad. And this is coming out better than what I thought. It's, it's talking to me. <laughs> this is really talking to me. You, Tyler, you, Kingdom Success listener, have got to identify and make it a make it your job to study the the individualities of your children and helping them. Yes, there are going to be some common themes, common you know denominators that you'll have, but you've got to be intentional about this, and it takes some time. That's that's the thing right there. That it actually, you know, was, was probably going to pull you away from your normal stuff that you want to do.
Let me get a quick swig of my excess. Hang on. And by you being an intentional dad, it's good to be involved. I know I, I'm around. Now, here's the thing. I'm around a lot of intentional, uh, excuse me, uh, involved dads. I, I, I could raise my hand because I, I'm one of those involved dads. But I need to start to understand and go deeper with my, with my children and understand their bents. Understand how that as a dad, my role of coaching, mentoring, developing them into godly men and godly women. Now, I I know that my main priority is my boys, but my, I do have I have to have intentionality with my girls as well. My wife helps helps do a lot of stuff for the girls and being intentional, but I still have got to make sure that a plan's in place and that I've got intentionality with that. Well, kingdom success. That's why I say that you as a man need to act like a man and you need to have a man, you need to be a man with a plan. You can't just drift through this life and you know like it said I think one of the stats which I thought was very interesting one of the stats in there basically from the Christian dad to the you know regular Joe Schmo dad that's not a Christian in the book the research I think they interviewed maybe a thousand or two thousand people whatever two dads or whatever it was and to my surprise that it says I believe the state, the stats say it again. I'm not, don't call me verbatim on this, but the 50% or more, a little, I mean, it's a little bit more than 50%. It's not 100%, I mean, it's not 60%, but it's a little bit more than 50% of the dads say they have a plan or they have a, you know, certain, you know, thing. Well, I would like to hear what that plan is. Okay. They might say they have a plan, but I, I would like for the research to go a little bit deeper and say, okay, buddy, that's, that's great. What's the plan? What is your plan? And I guarantee you, you would probably have a lot of those 50% dads going, um, well, uh, and immediately when you say, um, and well, you do not have a plan. You have this like foggy, mystical, you know, thought that you have a plan, but you really don't have a plan. I know I can, I, I, I've fallen into that category, but now that I have a 13 year old son and I have an 11 year old daughter and a nine year old son and a seven year old daughter, Mr. McCart here is going to wake up and have a plan for an individual plan for my children so that they grow up and become responsible godly adults and godly men and women. That's what I want. And that right there, kingdom of success, is my charge to you today. Is do you have a plan? Do you want to rise up and become an intentional parent? I've read several parenting books myself. They've really helped me out a lot. Danny Silk's book, 
I mean, I, you know, I believe it's um, Love on Purpose is the title of the book. Radically changed my life as far as my parenting style. You know, Dr. Kevin Lehman's book, um, How to, uh, I can't even remember what the title is, something about, you know, how to parent a strong-willed child or how to, you know, make your child mind, make, you know, yeah, make your child mind without losing your mind. Something like that. I remember reading that book, Dr. Kevin Lehman's. You can go find these books. Great books. They're going to teach you a lot. But, you know, where the, Mr. McCart is challenging myself and challenging you, Kingdom Success, is do you have a plan? A plan to be a great parent, a parent, a plan to, you know, work with individually your children and help them grow into men and women that are godly men and women. Because that's, that's how we're going to have strong families. That's how we're going to have strong communities. Uh, that's how we're going to have strong uh, cities. That's how we're going to have strong states. That's how we're going to have strong, strong countries. Okay. Godly, righteous countries. So that's what I'll leave with you guys. Act like a man. Be on alert. Be strong. You know, it, that's why I'm, I'm glad I'm around these men because it's really building my strength level up because it's not easy going, you know, being alone as a man and just kind of trying to do it on your own. It is, it is not easy, guys. Period. So I, I challenge you, King of Success, to do, to do that. Be intentional with what you're doing. So know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, spirit of breakthrough is upon you guys, and gang will catch you on the other side.